I'm disturbed. I don't know why I decided to do this. What's up, Euphonauts? I have a very special episode today. I've teased it for a long time. We're doing the meltdown. That's right. And I'm not... Yes. And I'm not doing it alone. (laughs) As you can tell already, I am not doing it alone. I am joined by Spencer Worth Davis and Ryan Copperwood from the What If Podcast. What's up, guys? Hey, Ryan! Rob, I need I need you to understand one thing before we get started, though. Uh, we yeah. know shit that most people don't. Yeah. So just be okay. ready, man. Just, just, just to like, preface our conversation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to tell you, you don't know what I know. <laughs> I don't even know what I don't know, and I don't no. even know what I know. All right? No. So just, like, just back off, Rob. Dude, where where do you want to start with this goddamn disaster wait, of a podcast? Wait, Rob, I have, a, I have a very important question for you. Yeah. Is it is uh is this like a show within a show? Are you doing episodes of the meltdown inside of the Our Strange Skies podcast? Yeah, um, dog. I don't want to get too meta, man. I, I I I don't even think I could handle that. Are you kidding? Like, okay, my- so this is a separate podcast entirely. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, this is like it's okay. It's, it, it, you know, we'll see. We'll see how it pans out. But okay. Uh, okay. Okay. You know. All right. Um, Let's I think go. we have. I'm to... just trying to see what you see. You know, right. I'm trying to know what you know. You That's can't all. know what Rob knows. All right, you can't. You don't know what I know, dude. You don't know what Shit. I know. Shit, he's you... right. I don't know. And you know what? I can't tell you anything. I can't tell you a damn thing. Hey, let's. Hey, let's not get into that. <laughs> I can't get into that, dude. People are gonna fucking hate us for this because we're already being so meta. They're like, what are they even fucking saying? Yeah. So, um, I I think we need to give a little bit of background how this all comes about because realistically you play a part in this so it's kind of perfect that you're on this first meltdown with me uh this we all do? started back in oh August. right we do yeah yeah yeah. yeah. sorry <laughs> yeah, i was like so- what we do <laughs> yeah so back back in october i discovered that at some point i had purchased a david ike dvd somehow i don't even want to ruminate on when i purchased it and i'm not going into my amazon history to find out but <laughs> Uh, I had this six-hour-long David Icke DVD, and I said, How is that real? Yeah. How is a six-hour-long DVD? Wait, at that that point, it means it's a box set, though, right? That's not just one DVD. Uh, No, it's, yeah, it's definitely a box set. I think there was, like, three, maybe, two or three. Strong. I I love, like, some people get drunk and, like, get into a fight or, like, blow a (laughs) a bunch of money gambling or something rob gets drunk and buys david credo Mu- <laughs> david ike box sets Fuck on yeah, dvd yeah. that's why you're, that's why you're our people rob that's why you're our people it's as the as the saying goes don't drink in prime people just don't do it <laughs> <laughs> oh man i've wasted too much money on that shit <laughs> been there been there done that so yeah the uh this DVD, I ended up watching, and I don't even know how I made it an hour and 45 minutes before I took the thing and threw it in the trash, but uh, it was absolute garbage. Um, and to um, 
it, it's so weird because, yeah, David Icke's in conversation with Credo Mutwa. He's got a mural with some reptilians in the background. And uh, he, the Credo Mutwa is wearing glasses that make him look like uh, uh, bubbles from the trailer park boys. And I, and I just, it's so <laughs> weird. <Sam's> and <laughs> there's Sam Squanch all up in this. Sam Squanch. <laughs> Yeah, so... Uh, Rob, did we encourage you to live-tweet it while you were doing your meltdown? Yeah, absolutely. You oh, absolutely yeah. did. Okay, yeah. cool. Because you threatened to live-tweet it, and we were like, fuck, yeah, you should do that. <laughs> <laughs> and and not only did I live-tweet it, I, I Snapchatted it, and then I took the Snapchats off my Snapchat feed and put it out, out on Twitter. So if people want to look at that... All you have to do is search for the hashtag Ike, I-C-K-E, Mutwa, M-U-T-W-A-W-T-F. And it, you will have at least 10 minutes worth of just gold, solid gold. Um, I would say such gold, uh, Rob, that we have extracted audio from those very videos you're referring to and repeatedly used it as sound drops on our own podcast. On a weekly basis. On yes. a, quite literally yeah. a weekly basis. Yes, I'm, I'm glad that people know that uh, it could be a reptilian for sure. I mean, they need to know. <laughs> they gotta know. You- you definitely, uh, you definitely arrived uh, on this week's episode as well, Rob. So, <laughs> you, we're, we're, you're not getting out of it, man. No, I'm, I'm gonna be that guy forever, and I'm cool yeah. with that. I'm, in, I'm definitely cool with that. In fact, I kind of feel like the drop of yours that we use from when you live tweeted that sh- should, in some way, find its way into like <laughs> the intro of your show. I'm, I'm disturbed. <laughs> I don't know why I, I decided to do this. <laughs> it's, it's so good. It's yeah. so good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll see about that. You never right. know. <laughs> All right. We'll 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 talk offline. We'll negotiate. We'll yeah. make things happen. Absolutely. Uh, so uh, because of that incident, we are now at the meltdown. Where what we're gonna do is we're gonna look at some crazy documentary style uh, thing about UFOs or really anything. I mean, for my show, it's going to be about UFOs because that's just what I talk about. And we're going to just pick it apart, nitpick the hell out of it, freak out about it, and just uh, trash on it for, you know, however friggin' long we need to. And the first piece of beautiful footage is, of course, Tom DeLong's appearance on the Joe Rogan podcast. All uh, the aliens. <laughs> I mean, all the small things still would have worked. <laughs> yeah, but they great. have a song. They do have a song. Aliens yeah, Aliens exist. exist. Yeah. 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 Know your Blink 182, bro. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Right, if you're not gonna do if you're not gonna do you're the research. Do the research. <laughs> Listen, it's why, because of why even it, get into it. It's because of me that the masses of astonishing legends know about that song now. <laughs> of the song Hell Aliens yeah. Exist. Yeah. Rob, yeah. you're doing the Lord's work Fuck, out here. Yeah, the Lord's work, Rob. <laughs> I am. I am so um, <laughs> who was the first person of the three of us to have seen this? Do we know? Can we back can we backtrace it? If I if I had to guess, I would say it was Spencer because I remember you guys talking about it on your podcast like uh back in maybe November. That's yeah. probably true. Yeah. I think I, I think I listened to it within a, a week or two of it coming out, which was late October of twenty seventeen. So, yeah. 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 Um I would say I would say that's accurate, and like uh, I'll be honest, I watched it for the first time uh, a few hours ago. 
You know yes. what, Rob? So did I. I, oh, I, man, I, I have so seen clips of it, but I saw it for in its in full for the first time, literally like three hours ago. All right. So initial reactions from each of you. Um. Oh wow. I mean, I I think I think Rob's initial take of where the fuck do we start is pretty relevant. Rob, do you want to start, or do you want me to kick <laughs> off initial reactions? Oh, um, it, it was the craziest hour and 40 minutes of any UFO crap I have seen in a long time. Just because, for one, he's throwing so much information at you at once. You don't even know if you can check out that information. That is the valid. loosest use yeah. of the is word information, information I've ever is heard. It information? <laughs> Like it, it's words. I didn't say it was, it's definitely words. I didn't say it was good information. <laughs> That's true. You're right. You're right. But he, over the course of this hour and forty minutes, for one, he says the phrase "I can't tell you that" so many times. It's I started ridiculous. keeping a tally and stopped at twelve because I, <laughs> <laughs> I had to walk away. But like he believes almost in everything at once, except for the yes, <laughs> literally the, everything. Yeah. Um. Like he talks. Like he gets when. Joe Rogan asks him, like, little nitpicky things. Oh, what do you think about Zechariah Sitchin? Uh, what do you think about this? And he's just like, yeah, and it's like, it's building this mythology. And he's like, I've been reading books for 25 years. I'm an authority on this. I knew too much, and the government came to me. What? Okay. <laughs> what? So I want to <laughs> yeah. just run down quickly a few of my favorite things that he says during this hour and a half. Can I? Mm -hmm. Wait. I, I have some too. Can I do yeah. just a quick initial reaction and oh, then yeah, yeah, yeah. and then oh, yeah. I, yeah. and then we can go one for one on quotes because I wrote down all of my favorite Great. ones too. Yep. Uh, my I just want to say my initial reaction, Rob, was I would agree with your sentence of it being uh, an hour and forty minutes, except I watched it on two x speed on YouTube so as to get through that bullshit faster because <laughs> that dickhead <laughs> that dickhead is very obviously. Too self-important, too crazy, or a combination of both to have any fucking idea what he's talking about anymore. <laughs> well, um, I did this. I'm gonna you know, sound like a mean person, but that dude's crazy. I'm sorry. No, like, no, you're, you're okay. I'm with you. I'm with you. Do, can we more specifically define what we mean when we say crazy, though? Yeah, I, I, I suppose that term. That's true. That that term can be taken pejoratively, and I don't mean it to be. I think by I think crazy, I think I mean I, he is. Say all the pejorative terms you want about him. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, in what way do you think he's crazy? I think that I think that he is. Um, I think that he has become so obsessed about a concept that there is no doubt in his mind that every possibility of everything is a real thing, and that he believes somehow. That he is like, like a godlike messenger figure, destined to bring the reality of UFOs to the masses. I guess what I'm asking is, how do you think somebody gets to that point? Well, I, I also we have to we have to go through the conversation because at the, or yeah, their conversation because right. at right. the end of it, I want to talk a little bit about a how somebody gets that way and b the 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 very very small part of me that's like. Yeah, but <laughs> which which is which is in me, and so we'll we'll get to that. All right, okay. should we should we trade favorite lines of this? We've already given away our first ones. Rob, did did you write down any favorites over your viewing? Um, I I I have some. I definitely have some written down. Terrific. Um, 
I'm going off of what I uh, I tweeted out. So uh, yeah. Oh I, yes. I, I live tweeted this whole thing. Um, the um, the first quote that stands out to me. Um, <laughs> he's deep into the quantum this and that. What literally, the- literally I, the first thing I have written I, down. I had that one. <laughs> the, yeah, quantum this, quantum that. Somebody, we, yo, we've got the best quantum. Strong, stu- we've got the best quantum. <laughs> strong YouTube comments on uh, on this Joe Ooh. Rogan video, as you can imagine, there might be someone. Someone just wrote, "Yo, anybody know where I could get a degree in quantum this and that?" <laughs> <laughs> I was You're, like, "Nice job, YouTube comments." Quick aside: <laughs> When is somebody going to build a podcast app where you can leave comments on episodes? Why, uh, can't, they, why can't you? Why is that a thing you can't do right now? Right, that's ridiculous. It needs to happen. Like, why Guys, is the only place that we could go is Apple? Come on! Rob, cut it out of the podcast. We just made a million dollars. All right, yeah, quantum this and that is is an A-plus A plus quote. Um, oh. I, I, I also wrote down um, <laughs> when asked whether or not he believes in, uh, in life on other planets, uh, Tom DeLonge responds, Oh, fuck yeah, there's life everywhere. <laughs> Well, okay, Play, playing which, uh, playing which off is just of that phenomenal one. for a world in which we have literally no proof that there's life anywhere. Um, right. The next sentence he says includes the words: "There are small animals on Mars." Yes, definitely small animals. Small animals. Small animals. Yeah. yeah. And then he walks it back to microbes and small insects who are learning how to live in their irradiated environment. Yep. I was like, yeah. Uh... Yeah. He does a lot of saying something and then immediately contradicting it. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, like yeah. He says right at the top that they're not UFOs; they're advanced aerial threats. Yes. And then for the next hour and a half, proceeds to call them UFOs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's he's a walking. <laughs> he's a t- <laughs> to uh, quote another band. He's a walking contradiction. <laughs> hey! Shots fired. Shots fired. We should have we should have exclusively used '90s pop punk band lyrics to roast Tom DeLonge for this entire episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't I didn't officially tally it, but one of my favorite parts of the of the whole conversation was that he compared directly compared UFOs to ISIS at least four times. Oh yeah. That, yeah. That yeah. that did happen. That, that did that happen. Absolutely did happen. Well, he I mean, I wouldn't say he, he didn't compare them directly in the way that he was saying like they are similar or the same as much as he was saying like in the way that ISIS in, information about ISIS would be treated. I think he literally says they're ISIS at one point. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I don't think I'm exaggerating. I mean, no. I'm pretty sure he says they're ISIS in reference to UFOs. I mean, I guess if you're like using a catapult to like shoot something, that would potentially be an unidentified flying object when it <laughs> until it lands. I don't know. Uh, along the lines of the small animals on Mars. Uh, Right around the same time, he says that humans and dinosaurs coexisted. Oh yeah, and the uh, the footprint oh, yeah. with the uh, within the dinosaur print. Oh yeah. yeah, that 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 comes up. You knew I that love, wasn't the coming. <laughs> I love that Rogan was like totally roasting the woman who was like, there was a woman who was like, uh, well, he was roasting Sarah Palin, wasn't he? About like yeah. saying humans and dinosaurs walk together. Yeah, and he's like, that was like a hundred million years ago. And fucking Tom Long's like, oh fuck yeah, fuck yeah, yeah, no fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everything my, my favorite thing is his level of certainty about everything he said in response to like <laughs> rogan asked him when he starts getting into the story of like how he got recruited you know like 
like fucking yeah just like I, you know I started this to the stars thing and then like one day the Pentagon hit me up was like come here we gotta tell you some shit and like is meet, the short he, version he of says, his story meet me by the Pentagon meet me by the yeah. Pentagon yep. yeah but yeah. but they were in a mall or an airport or something I don't they know they were at a, a fucking they, airport yeah, the, restaurant or something an airport we went Denny's. all over right. the place and like you know what he sl- he tried to sell me his book at every stop I swear oh for sure he did for <laughs> sure he did oh it's in the book uh, the stuff I can't yeah. say is in the book like yeah. you can't say it out loud on a podcast but you can put it into words and sell it like all across the internet well yeah right. podcast isn't making him any money that's true I'm but- currently in the middle of listening to the audiobook version of Secret Machines right now yes <laughs> how is it so far how's your brain doing Rob um it's like. It's the it's the most slowly paced thriller I've ever listened to. <laughs> okay, cool. but still somewhat thrilling. It sounds uh, like it, there is uh, there are thrilling moments in it, but uh, I don't know what the truth is uh, within the fiction. Maybe I'll learn by the end. Um, I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, there was one quote that really stuck out to me. A lot of it was bad information, but I figured out what was going on. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. He says at the beginning that most of his information came from reading books and watching videos. Right. Yeah. Which means that this dude is just as informed as the three of us. (laughs) Right. No more, possibly less. Less, yeah. But definitely no more. And he's making up stuff about meetings with people that he can't name. He's got it. He's got to figure it out, dude. It's fine. (laughs) He's got it. One of my favorite parts was uh, when Joe asks him, like, at any point, did you, you know, do you think it's possible that this dude was bullshitting you? Oh, that fuck, was like, no. <laughs> fuck no. Fuck <laughs> no. Oh, fuck no. No explanation as to why he thinks that. Just, no, no it's impossible. I, it's literally not possible. I also literally have the phrase, did you ever think this guy was bullshitting you? <laughs> oh, fuck no, down in my notes. Because it is. It's the same thing. Oh, fuck yeah, and oh, fuck no is like the only way this dude knows how to respond to things. Yeah. Yeah. Are you sure it's real? Oh, fuck yeah. Is there any chance it's not real? Oh, fuck no. <laughs> and, like, throughout the whole damn thing, it's not what he can prove. It's what he believes. And and it keeps coming back to that. Yeah, yeah. I believe this. I believe that. I believe this. Well, that's not proof of anything. Yeah, at yeah, least, yeah. At least when Bob Lazar spews a bunch of stuff about ununpentium, I could kind of believe that because he, just, he, he can explain it a little bit better. He sounds smart. Tom DeLonge, I'm sorry, buddy. You're like the worst mouthpiece for a company I I have ever seen. Like, he's like, <laughs> I love that he tries to go on a show and inherently explain that his company is building fucking an anti-gravity, like, time-traveling fucking spaceship. And he's like, how does it work? And he's like, well, I'm not a fucking physicist, dude. But I like, you <laughs> Well, know. then why'd you bring it up? <laughs> like... <laughs> Where is the then physicist? Shut the fuck up and send the physicist instead of your dumbass. Right? Why are we he... talking to the physicist? Come on. One of the first oh. things he says is, "I haven't seen anything physically." Right. Right. So all of his information is just what other people have told him. Oh yeah. Uh, it's it's what somebody at a certain agency told him, which is yeah. a which is a quote I wrote down. Christ. Somebody at a certain agency. Oh okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, and I like and I like how uh, uh, they pull up uh, the name of one guy, and he's like, "No, that ain't the guy." Not that I tell you anyway. <laughs> and, and that's literally the only person it could be. That's the yeah. only person to ever serve as both director of the CIA and uh, NSA. He, well, right. he said he didn't say he did serve as the director of the NSA. He said he wanted to. Are right. you serious? Yes, he yeah, wanted to like serve that. as the director of the. NSA. Oh my god! So did I. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, you didn't, but <laughs> but I, get I mean, it. you know. Uh, also, I could uh, have a couple, 
I just have a couple more, and then actually I want to go back to that thing that you just said, Rob, about the, the NSA guy. I've got in my notes, I'm saying some pretty provocative shit, which is a fantastic <laughs> thing to say out loud. I'm my own hype <laughs> right. man. <laughs> right. I'm gonna, next, time, next time in the future when I got to go get a new job, I'm going into an interview, <laughs> and like if somebody interrupts me while I'm in the middle of a sentence, I'm going to be like, hey, look, I'm saying some pretty provocative shit, <laughs> and just see how they fucking respond. Yeah. Uh, also, I got this quote written down. Me and some very important people are coming together to do something really important. Are you just describing our <laughs> podcast right now? I'm saying that's a real thing I know, you said. but you could be describing almost anything. Also this. Me and some very important people are coming together to do some something really important. <laughs> all right. All right, Tom. Sounds like the three of us right now. I, the, the I, thing, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead, Rob. I feel like uh, I, I'm going to throw the, the one quote. That sums up this whole damn interview. Let's do it. I can believe in things. I can't prove a lot of things. There you go. This <laughs> is Brody, this did is he really what say <laughs> that. Yes, he did. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. The the thing about the you know the thing about the uh like him trying to get him to guess the CIA director thing that he was talking about, which I also think is super indicative of kind of this whole conversation he starts making jokes about like it if if you guess it right i'll show you my dick or something like that yeah his jokes he, he are says it god all the time his, and it's his like, jokes through the whole thing are horrible he also like they also were talking about uranus and he was like planet butthole if that was a real yeah. planet i'd go there today yeah that'd be the first and, like, place he'd stop don't don't <laughs> get me 45 wrong. years old tom and yes yeah. and, and like don't get me wrong i will absolutely make Fucking sophomoric poop and butthole and dick jokes. No, no question. But I will not do that while I'm trying to convince the universe that fucking aliens are real and that the quote top brass at fucking every organization that is like secretive in the country like fucks with me. Like, yeah, yeah, no, they trust me with a lot of stuff. Look at my ass. Like, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? How are, like, how I, do you I, not I, here's, the, here's a question, though. Here's a question. Do you want a guy that sang the song no, all the small no. things to, to bust out anything? Yes. My, this is my, speaking of YouTube comments, t to your point, Rob, uh, th this great YouTube quote uh, is uh, outlines a cast of characters, CIA. Holy shit, we just made contact. We have to tell our superiors. CIA superior. Holy shit, we have to tell the NSA. NSA. Holy shit, have you told anyone else? CIA. Well, the Air Force knows, but we haven't told anyone else. Should we tell the president? NSA. No, we have to get an expert first. Who can we get? Agent in back of room. Hey, what about Tom DeLong? <laughs> CIA and NSA. Tom DeLong. Who the fuck is that? Agent. He, he's a rock he star from he's Blink One Eighty Two for twenty five years. That's <laughs> yeah. who he is. He's a man who's read books and watched YouTube videos. CIA and NSA. Why the fuck would we get him? <laughs> Agent from the back of the room. I heard he's really into this stuff. Plus, I like their music. Like that is one hundred percent the best way of illustrating how the fuck would it happen that this dude is like, oh, it's an incubator for entertainment startups, and one day the Pentagon hit me up and was like, dude, you're into aliens. Do you want to like to be the disclosure project for us? So, okay, what is actually happening then? What is he doing? Great question. What is his motivation uh, Rob, what's, for what's this whole doing? company? And I mean, the obviously these appearances are, are publicity for the company, but what is that company actually doing? We don't know because um, 
they're not exactly being transparent. And it's not like you can go buy shares of their company and they're you're going to automatically know what they're doing. Like, I don't understand why it's being so secretive. It's it's like, oh, well, uh, I, I, I know some things and we're going to do some things, but I, I can't tell you anything. Well, th th then, you know what? How about you shut the hell up for, you know, a couple of years until you decide that you can do something? So like, I started reading through their investor documents today like they're they're they have a 61 page packet for potential investors mm. it's available in pdf form on, mm. on their website i started i started reading through it today mm. I, think, Tell me you got I, some think. <laughs> I, I got some good ones yes ryan you are right there buddy <laughs> yeah i'm just cracking another beer and i got excited rob about both the beer and the investor nuggets for two the stars so they're selling stock Oh, but yeah. they're not a but they're not a pri uh, not a publicly traded company yet, which no. I'm still not entirely sure how isn't illegal. So but... it's it's like investor shares. You technically own a piece of the company, but it's not a publicly traded company. Mm -hmm. And then when they do, because he's he has said his plan is to make this a public company at some point, then your shares get like crazy diluted whenever they go public. Yeah. So they are offering currently. Uh, 10 million shares mm. out of a, a total of 100 million. So 10% of their company is available for purchase right mm. now at five bucks a share. Mm. So the most that they can po potentially make is $50 million. Uh, if they sell all 10 million of right. their $5 So shares. far they've made two and a half million. Which is fucking mind-blowing to me. That they've made that much that, or that, that, that many that little. people that they have sold like a million shares of this company to people. Half a million, but yeah. Half a million, yes. Uh well, it was at three hundred thousand until that New York Times article. So when that New York Times article broke, they and mostly Tom DeLong made two million dollars. Hmm. And in the documents of the so they have different stages of if we get to funded fifty million dollars, if we get twenty five, if we get ten, if we get five, here's what we're going to do with it. Their entire company is just a Kickstarter. <laughs> Basically, yeah. yeah. So but but they have laid out like at these different stages of funding, here's where we're going to put that money. Yeah. Six hundred thousand of it at all stages goes to repaying a loan from a company owned solely by Tom DeLong. Our two dogs, Incorporated. So no matter what level they get funded at, six hundred thousand of it is going back to Tom DeLong. So he 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 has put a very the initial startup capital. And it doesn't say what the loan is for, but yes, probably because I mean hiring some people and putting up a website and getting merch made and shit. I'm sure. Yep. Uh, and at any level, he is owed a one hundred thousand dollar dollar annual quote royalty guarantee. So he gets he he makes a hundred thousand dollar a year salary off of nope. his. It's an addition to his salary for being CEO. Oh, he's making mad money. So so he prepaid himself a yearly bonus plus a salary. Yes, no matter what level they get funded at. So even if this stops at two and a half million, Tom is making six hundred thousand plus his salary plus an extra hundred thousand annually. Oh, and uh, his sister is employed by the company as well. Cool. What does mm -hmm. she do? 
Uh, she's uh, like uh, some nonsense. We title. can't talk about it. We can't talk. About <laughs> no, it. we can't, can't talk that. about it. Can't Good to know that. that nepotism exists in the Starts Academy. <laughs> yeah, my my two inescapable right. My two yeah. points being this dude from doing all this publicity and getting these investments in a thing that's never going to happen has a huge personal financial stake. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. second yeah. point being even fifty million dollars is not. 10% of the funding they would need to do any one of the things they're talking about doing. Completely. Right. Also, not to mention the fact that one of the biggest things that they're using all of the publicity and the websites they're building and all of that stuff to drive towards is branded or musical merch for things that are exclusively his band. Right. Yeah. Like they're selling oh, yeah. Angels and Airwaves records and Angels and Airwaves guitar straps and Angels and Airwaves posters. Or and movies Airwaves, that Angels... he's produced or directed right. or books. And that we he's finally written. got that vinyl reprint of the Boxcar Racer album. <laughs> wow, yeah. Holy shit. That's a record yeah. I haven't heard in a long time. If I right. had machine hooked up, I'd be just smashing the nobody cares button right now. <laughs> But, but like, yeah, that's but, that's part of this though. It's like, oh hey, we're we're really a, a cool scientific organization, and and uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna blow your minds with this stuff. We're also gonna make we're gonna put out books and make documentaries. Um, but it it solidifies yeah. it even even further to me that they they don't plan to do any of the scientific things that they're talking about because th- there are movies that have a fifty million dollar budget, mm-hmm. right? NASA's budget has been cut year after year after year, and they're still working on what billions? Yeah. Right. What the fuck are you gonna do with five with fifty million dollars? They're gonna build a time travel machine. When SpaceX, oh, yeah. the the first year that SpaceX <laughs> operated, their annual operating budget was a billion. Right. You're gonna work with, and they didn't launch anything. And you're right. gonna work with five percent of that, but do way more. What do you? Well, like, yeah, because like you know, when you can launch these satellites into space with lasers. And you can yeah. What the fuck was that? (laughs) I think that's actually the closest thing to a real technology that he discussed. That you can use a laser to launch a thing. Okay. Well, (laughs) (laughs) cube cube satellites are real. What happened? Right. Right. Yeah. Satellites are real. He knew the actual approximate cost of launching one. He sort of had the general idea of how one works, and I think the general concept of heating. An area, uh, heating molecules with a laser in order to create thrust is also a proven concept. I have no idea if you could apply it to what he's talking about applying it to. Or fund it with two and a half million dollars. But just the stuff I already said is way closer to being fact than anything else he said in that whole interview. Mm. He took two real concepts and kind of smashed them together. Yeah. The rest of the time he's just like reciting Zachariah Sitchin and Jacques Vallée shit. No, no, don't, don't even, he doesn't even be closely, he doesn't deserve to be associated with Jacques Vallée, okay? No, he, but he, I'm, I'm saying he's reciting <laughs> shit he read yeah. in his books. Yeah, no, exactly. Incorrectly. When you've been he's reading... incorrectly quoting Jacques Vallée for the rest yeah. of the time. Yeah, well, well, I mean, like, when you've been reading for 25 years, you can pick and choose whatever you want to include into your, your quote-unquote truth or your quote-unquote belief, but, like... <laughs> How is your belief like any close to the truth? I, I I just can't think that a guy because he he's read books for twenty five years and like he's the only one that's only ever been able to figure this out and well, you know so the government's gonna come to him. Yeah, uh, and, and I think too, Rob, your your point's so true. And also, it, it's a weird, it's this weird like 
for some reason he thinks that because he had it figured out, he then was able to obtain more information, which has then made him even more special. Right. Like he, he was special because of what he was able to accomplish on his own. And then because he was recognized as being special, they made him more special. Oh yeah. Like <clears throat> he's living in fantasy land right now and it's so great. It's yeah. so he awesome. Loves it. My yeah. I, I I have another quote here that I wrote down that I forgot about where it's towards the end and Joe's kinda like grilling him at the end. He's like he's like, Hey, you know, what do you what do you say if people like People fight you on this, you know, and they're and they're like, they, you know, they tell you that you, you know, you're out of your mind, whatever, whatever. And he goes, I tell him I know what I know, and Joe goes, and what do you know? And he goes, I can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, God damn it, dude. There's another moment earlier where I think it's about the laser satellite thing. Yeah. And Joe, Joe just says, How does it work? And Tom says, Well, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> Like what? You brought nice. it up, dude. Nice. You brought it up as this cool thing that your company is doing, nice. and you're not he even knows. gonna. <laughs> so I, I wanna, I do wanna reiterate a question though, because I think like, I think it's, it's, uh, I think it's worth asking, and it kind of takes me to a place I kind of want to take this conversation eventually, which is, and you said it, Spencer, what is actually happening? Because. If this dude isn't having conversations with people at any of these organizations or agencies, he's going to get libeled and slandered super, super quickly for saying that he is interacting with and disclosing information on behalf of those agencies. Right? He never names anyone, though. No. Not directly. Yeah. But then a couple of, I would say some of the more solid UFO videos that have ever been released, which are actual military footage showed up on a to the stars website page recently. And they got a guy who legitimately worked in the Pentagon for five plus years to be on board with the release of it, etc. And that's what I also do not fucking understand. There's probably a bunch of money there. Maybe, maybe, but uh, like in working for Tom DeLonge, when they put out that times article, okay. A lot of people didn't realize that Commander David Fravor's story had been out there for almost three years because there was an article uh, on this website called fightersweep.com, and it's his story verbatim, but it's like there's a lot more details in that in in that article than there are in the Times article. They kind of like, it, it's almost like they dumb it down in the Times article, but uh, yeah, that's overlooked in this whole thing. That story has been out there. I trust the story because I trust I trust him that he's seen that, and that also that video footage has been out there before. But like, it's so weird that hey, we're gonna bring about disclosure. We got this company, and we're gonna force the hand of the government with stuff that's already out there. Was all of it all already out there though? I don't think the gimbal video was the gimbal. Okay. I that that was something I had never seen before, never even heard before. But back in October, uh, George Knapp posted uh, the uh, that blog post on Twitter, and uh, it's it's an article called um, "There I Was: The X Files Edition." <laughs> And awesome. it, 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 yeah, and it's his, and like fightersweep.com is this website where like basically pilots, military pilots tell their stories. Um, and it was, uh, written by, uh, this guy Paco Chirichi. It was on, you know, 
I don't know if he like maintains a site or if he's just a writer for it or what, but yeah, that story's been out there. Like people don't realize that because like, and and I don't think anybody would know if you know George Knapp hadn't tweeted about it. I I see what you're saying. Like they're 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 catching waves off of shit that isn't like isn't necessarily as impressive as they're making it out to be. Mm-hmm. But I but I also do think there's something weird about the New York Times shit and the Elizondo participation in the New York Times story and his participation in To the Stars. Like, because here's the thing: there's no way that Luis Elizondo isn't watching that Joe Rogan interview and being like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like, like yeah, so, yeah, okay. So, but I, but I, also I, he's affiliated and employed and willing to associate his name and his profession with it. Like, why? And I, I have an idea. What he's probably getting paid a lot. Because do you really think so? Tom, mm. I mean, Tom is independently wealthy, probably very. Yeah, I mean, like which which also is why I don't understand why he feels the need to like make money off this thing. But yes, well, okay, Tom is. I'm guessing very wealthy, obviously not very stable, and obviously incredibly deep down the UFO rabbit hole. Yes. It wouldn't surprise me if he's willing to throw a lot of money at these people he's employing, especially the the most uh, visible that he's had like in the press and at the launch of the company and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody like Louis Elizondo, what do you, I mean, he might have been making... 80 grand a year or something working for the government. He'd been there it, for a while. It, it wouldn't have been a lot. He'd right. been there for a while. He's retired. On, I don't know. I mean, uh, at, at let max, me go, if it's 150, like Tom could still double that pretty easily. Let me go cash this $400,000 paycheck for a couple of years. Yeah, Tom's nuts, but he has money. He actually wants to get stuff done. Maybe he's going to let me operate autonomously with a budget, and maybe we can get some shit done in spite of him while also – Worst case scenario, just cashing a fat paycheck for a few years. I suppose. Mm-hmm. And like my political that's, career that's is done the, anyway, right? Government career. Well, like, and that's the thing too is like you got to wonder where because he, within like two weeks of him, um, uh, quitting the you know from the DOD and all that crap, he's automatically over in Tom DeLong's company. Who tipped him off? And like. I, you know, I kind of have a couple ideas. Uh, like, uh, if you go onto their website and you read uh, bios for some of the people, you know that uh, there are two other individuals that were part of the uh, Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program. Hal Putoff was one. Um, it says explicitly in his uh, in his biography. And... Uh, Colm Kelleher was because he's the biotech consultant for to the stars Academy. So maybe they tipped him off and like, because all of this happens so quickly, like they make it seem like, like this was in the works for a while, but it's like, and then it relates to Louis Elizondo just leaving the Pentagon. Like the timing there is kind of so sudden, like how, like, there are too many questions now right well because that's what i was wondering is like did he did he i mean i don't think tom DeLong. because here's the thing DeLong couldn't have poached those people because he wouldn't have known that they did what they did 
Right. So how did that person go from I'm quitting the Pentagon to I'm joining to the stars and I've got shit to share, you know? Yeah. Does Elizondo go directly to Tom DeLonge and be like, this crazy motherfucker has been talking about (laughs) aliens for a long time and he's already got to the stars set up. Mm. But I agree with you. Like the timing seems odd on that because he couldn't have gone, Tom couldn't have gone to him without it being more public, right? Mm -hmm. Without like the the base level information of what Elizondo knew being more public. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so then maybe that's what it is. Maybe he went to Tom and was like, hey, bro, I got some fucking crazy shit I could tell you about. And Tom was like, cool, here's $500,000. Please tell me it all. And, like, there's another wild card we're not even considering here, and that's Robert Bigelow. How does he figure into all of this? Yeah. We still first- we still don't know. We know he's, like, housing some, uh, you know, alien materials, supposedly, you know, from from crashed saucers or yeah, whatever how, in a how pyramid let them in get Las away Vegas. with that shit by the way right right well, he's like gonna how release is it in a matter of weeks duh yeah uh and that, <laughs> like that's the thing like it's always did, a matter of weeks oh yeah but and, you know the the government doesn't have people that can study this so they're gonna push it to a you know a third party because uh for one nobody can really look into a third party they're a private organization and you know that's not like they're subjected to a freedom of information act requests so yeah True. that makes that makes sense but uh, at the same time like while he's holding on to all this like you know quote-unquote evidence is, is it even his evidence to do anything with and it's like you see posts that they're starting to emerge where um uh, to the stars is supposedly having trouble with the Freedom of Information Act request to get this stuff and to release it to the public. So, yeah, I don't know about that. And you got uh, Hal Putoff going on coast to coast saying, well, we got another video. You know, we teased it in the Times article that we need to put out. And it's basically like it's similar to the most uninter- uninteresting video that we released, which was, you know, associated with the David Fravor uh sighting so um i didn't know they said they had another one yeah there's a third video um that they alluded to in the article but again it's like where is that coming from yeah exactly Um, we we, we did an episode about this thing and i think what one of the things i said on that was like and this goes back to what i was saying about him going on fucking well all of them going on fucking radio and tv and shit and saying we we're working with the government and we are getting permission to disclose this information like if that's not true the government gets to like sue them hardcore and if and if mm-hmm. and if Elizondo is taking like data or information or dumping videos onto a USB stick and giving them to Tom DeLong to throw up on his fucking website they can also fucking super duper sue them and yeah. and I and I'm like so if they're not doing what they're saying they're doing, which is actually working with them and helping them, why are, why are we not also hearing like a way more aggressive, like these dudes are fucking crazy. They stole information from the government and we want them to shut the fuck up and stop saying that they're doing stuff with us that they're not actually doing. Like, doesn't our government also have an interest in not being associated with these fucking foolish ass Oh, if you guess, I'll show you my cock, dudes. (laughs) Like, don't they have an interest in not being associated with them if they're not actually associated with them? I mean, I get get that they're already making themselves look like kind of 
dumb and weird and crazy already, but I don't know. It's just a weird I, I feel like the the relationship or non relationship between what they say is happening is weird to me because in the way that it's playing out. Yeah. It just like and and if this is what disclosure is supposed to be like, which I don't think it is, because <laughs> the government the government's not involved at all. Like, if anything, the government's involved in somehow you know releasing this information to <laughs> them to have them release it to us. But like, that's not disclosure. Like, no, unless unless like. I don't know what technically disclosure would look like, but unless the president's standing at a podium and he's telling me, yeah, aliens have existed for a long time and we've been talking to them and, uh, yeah, we, we, we got this kind of thing going on and, like, we're totally cool with them abducting you and doing stuff to you, <laughs> you know, like... Doing stuff. <laughs> doing stuff. Stuff. <laughs> stuff. Dude. <laughs> the president winks. <laughs> yeah. If they're Jesus, if Donald Trump ever had to talk about aliens, oh god, holy fuck, he oh, wouldn't god. talk. He would yell. I mean, for one, do that weird like little squishy hand thing that he does. Yeah, His hands are so little. <laughs> I I think the best summary of this whole thing. I was watching another Joe Rogan podcast, and somebody his guest asked him about Tom DeLonge. Oh yeah, but didn't he call him like Matt DeLong at first? Yeah, but the yeah. first the first thing Joe says is, "Oh, he's out of his fucking mind." Nah, yeah, <laughs> yeah he does. Yeah. Oh man, and, didn't even flinch. And then he later says he seemed to be a combination of deceptive and delusional, which I think is like a pretty Whoa, a pretty yeah, good yeah, summary. Yeah. yeah. Of sometimes it really does seem like he's intentionally being dishonest. Yes. And other mm-hmm. times it seems like he's just lost it. Yeah. And he goes back and forth from sentence to sentence. Yeah. He does because, like, at first he tells us that, no, what crashed at Roswell was uh, German. It was German uh, reverse engineered. Yeah, from Argentina, reverse engineered from uh, a, a downed UFO. And then later. Somehow it's now Greek. How is this? How is it now well, Greek? It's, it's got it's, Greek lettering on it. It came from Atlantis, is what he said. Oh yeah, it came from Atlantis because well, and, uh, and Atlantis and Germany. Yeah, via Argentina, yeah. via Argentina, and the Greeks, and the Greeks. <laughs> yeah, how does that make any sense? <laughs> you guys, it, it he, doesn't. Rub. He read a lot, dude. He read a lot, dude. He he read so many books. Too much. He just figured it out, you know. But I feel like there's got to be connective <laughs> tissues in there. There's no oh, tissues. No, there's no, t- there's Rob, no Rob, tissues. Rob, there are none. There are none. There, no. there are, the tissues, I, the, collect, the, the connective tissues are inside of Tom DeLonge's skull. On, honestly, <laughs> no, they're not. They, <laughs> my, my, biggest, like, my biggest question after I was done, especially watching and listening to this a second time, it was Sorry. just like, <laughs> is he okay? I mean, he really doesn't seem like it. No. I, I, no, he seems he seems like this has somehow built a huge part of his ego as like who he is. Like he he appears to derive a significant amount of like value and validation as a human being through the stuff that he has figured out on his own and the stuff that he has been told because of what he's figured out and his place in the next steps of the fucking, like, universe. But at the same time, he exhibits a shitload of, like, 
insecurity and like again like deceitfulness in the way that he presents a fair amount of paranoia paranoia but then there's the whole element of but is it paranoia or is it uh i don't want to talk about that because i don't have a quick enough answer for you because i'm making up a lot of what i'm saying (laughs) and that's one that's like i don't get me both (laughs) yeah it doesn't seem like he's like he's making it up which is where the the delusions seem to come into play right I think he thinks a lot of what he's saying, if not most of what he's saying, is true or based in truth. But he has these motivations that are not exactly as he's stating. Like, mm. And then he's also not with it enough to pull off that nuance. True. No. No, because I mean, like, yeah, to go back to Bob Lazar, he could he could sell you the 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 part, you know, hook, line, and sinker, all all on his own. Whereas Tom DeLonge can't do that. He no. he not a guy that says quantum this and that can't. He doesn't know fully what's going on, but like he may have like yeah the baseline of just oh hey I read about this quickly I can you know. BS about that and all but, that. Like good he crap. had a hard time even holding a, a normal conversation. Yeah, yeah. Like, he did a lot of really weird stuff that just if you were having a conversation with someone would make you think something was wrong. He was weird and twitchy. That's part of the reason I had to watch it at two X speed because watching it at one X, I was like, I'm uncomfortable enough right now that I feel like I need to get through this weird behavior faster. Yeah, and just like hey, mm-hmm. some of the the ways that he interrupts or deviates from topics super quickly yeah never comes back to certain topics he's just so scattered he's sometimes like he's just making really awkward dumb jokes like bad jokes that no one's laughing at he he's super rude to to rogan a couple times like rogan asked him for clarification and he's like hey man this is really important shit right now (laughs) like while joe's talking like shut the fuck up and listen to me yeah like dude i'm just Uh, I'm just trying to follow you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you can't they even cut to a Joe and the, he says. Right. Yeah, they even cut to Joe after like DeLong gets kind of chippy with him, and you can see Joe kind of go like, "Ugh, like fucking whoa, dude!" <laughs> like yeah. he yeah. kind of pops eyebrows. What was um? I know you two will know this, and I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head. What was the um? What was the documentary that came out about Mirage Men? Yeah. <laughs> Because yeah, you ask me this every time. Yeah, it's about Paul uh, Paul Benowitz, pretty much, and how they basically ruined his life, how Richard Doty just, like, destroyed that man. Yeah. Well, yeah. They got another one. So, well, that was going to be my question, is, like, is there a possibility that... Oh, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. No. Oh, 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 fuck yeah. <laughs> Dude, we're responding to everything on this show, all of our shows forever, which is, oh, fuck yeah, or oh, fuck no. <laughs> We will have no listeners. <laughs> no listeners. Um, yeah. but but I I I did have the thought, you know, of Mirage Men. You get somebody who's a pretty loud voice in a community who thinks a thing or believes a thing, and then you just you do some stuff to them, like you take them aside in a Denny's and tell them you're a fucking. It was the Cold War. And we was, found a life. We form. found a life form in the Cold War. And then all of a sudden they 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 go oh you you have a company you can spread the word and then you, you make have a hundred million dollars right right and they make this rich dude look like a total asshole and like just 
just muddy the waters? Like, is that a possibility? Is that a thing? Or it's is definitely a possibility? Oh yeah. Like, okay. When you, when you talk about like, for instance, the um, MJ12 documents, there's no real proof that those guys were anything uh, at all. Like, yeah. You have you have the Psalm 101 manual that's that's you know photographed you know page by page that for whatever fuck reason uh linda bolton howe decided to actually pay a printer to actually make a physical copy of this thing right (laughs) right right like there's the whenever it comes to mythology in the ufo community you can't trust it because there's no way to verify it the uh, I think a lot of the reason that the MJ12 stuff persists is because of how James Forrestal died and like oh well we can trace this one memo like he's he's one of the three that you know is named in this one memo and then he died under mysterious circumstances but that's going to perpetuate the whole MJ12 thing no I don't I don't I don't see that working out and you know and and, and even more like innocently or like in trying to control the narrative you know uh in in 66 in michigan uh the dexter hillsdale sightings they you know all these people um they they a bunch of people see stuff over the course of like one week including police officers and stuff like that and they send j allen hynek up there and he's gonna investigate it and then well they cut his investigation short and then they put in the paper that uh well he's gonna have a press conference he's gonna have an answer for us real quick but uh and, and then they follow it up by saying well this is swamp gas it's we're pretty sure it's swamp gas and then one of the why eyewitnesses tells him hey it's a, i thought it was swamp gas at first and he keeps being led to these conclusions and then you have all these unreliable reporters telling him uh that they, well frank manor the the one individual who saw something in the swamp outside you know out back of his uh pretty much his house and on his farmland he couldn't get his story straight. He reported it four different times to four different places, and then, and then all of a sudden, what could be a very credible series of events has now been reduced to swamp gas. So, like, it's amazing to see this machine and how it works at times because, like, I definitely think there's a perception aspect to all of this that is important, whether you believe in the government conspiracies or not. Yeah, like, for sure. And, and I think mm-hmm. some some of the perception stuff you're talking about is is the stuff that confuses me at the end of like the participation or the like verbalizing on many national channels in front of thousands or hundreds of thousands or millions of people like oh we're we're we're, we're being told this is okay we're we're part of a government uh, operation to distribute uh, information about aliens mm-hmm. like like. A, what the fuck are you talking about? And B, you look like an asshole because you're making dick and fart jokes and you were in a fucking pop punk emo band in the 90s and you think that you're the savior? Come on. Well, a little bit of both. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, like, the perception of that, you know, obviously, even even if there's a single grain of truth to a single thing that Tom DeLonge has said, he makes the whole thing a fucking joke again because he looks like a fucking dickhead. I, I did think it when was weird it. how much trust of the government he seems to have. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, just never questioning any of this stuff. From yeah. I mean, he doesn't appear to question any information that's given to him, but just that, like, some government official could tell him something, and it's absolute 
verifiable fact just because someone said it. Oh yeah, oh, you no. have you you have proof of that, like right on the show when just Joe Rogan's asking him, "Oh, so what do you think about this?" Is like, "Oh fuck yeah, oh fuck yeah." Right. So uh, you, you combine that with someone who's already a celebrity and has a following, and has I just looked it up and his estimated net worth is eighty million dollars. Nice. Mm-hmm. Who, which he's willing to dump into UFO shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, that dude is definitely in a position to be exploited. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it appears that he is. Yeah. Yeah. Is he like the new Paul Benowitz at this point? And but, that's and that's what I'm saying is like, how is he being exploited? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, who knows? But that's what I want to know. Like that's what that's what I keep thinking every time I I I think about it or see it or see this whole to the star shit. I'm like everything feels weird about this entire thing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't like it. It didn't give me a good, it didn't give me a good feeling, guys. Like, I, I may go fetal. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I think I think going fetal at the end of this would, that would be, be reasonable. That would be both yeah. reasonable and also I think a successful punctuation mark for a meltdown. You know, like, oh, oh. <laughs> um, that that's where you you land at the end. Yeah, I think we did her. Yeah. Oh, any other oh, yeah. uh, was anybody saving any quotes that we didn't get to? Saving any quotes? Uh, um, let me let me consult the notes real quick. Let's see yeah. if see if we got any uh, any bangers to go out on. <laughs> um, oh, we didn't talk about how he's publishing Bob Lazar's autobiography. I do have yeah, Bob Lazar written down it here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was weird. Um, <laughs> Speaking of believing everything to a T, like oh, Bob Bob Lazar was just. No, I know. He seems a little weird sometimes, but he was being weird because he was working for the government. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. his wife was going to divorce him, so he had to show her the aliens. It's not a big deal, you guys. I talked to Bob. It's all good. Yeah. I think yeah, I and, and all my like, notes. And he believes that, you know, that uh, greys are the demons from the Bible. Like, uh, that was weird. Um, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Wait, DeLong said that in this interview? Sure did. Yeah, he, yes, like, he did. Joe Rogan just, like, asked him, he's like, well, what about the Bible? He's like... Oh yeah, the angels and the demons. Oh, the angels are the people, and the demons are the greys. They have nice. a transmitter in the back of their head. They nice. have a transmitter in the back of their head, but like, um, I think that's like the it must one have been of compartmentalizing the... along the way <laughs> and like blocking oh, yeah. out some of these oh, yeah. pieces because I legit have no memory of that, and I watched this today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's in there. Do you have missing time? Are you? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh fuck! They got oh, me. Oh fuck yeah! They got me. Oh fuck! Wait, yeah. do you have do you have hazel or green eyes? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I actually do. I, I know one do. of you does. Oh, uh, we're dicked. <laughs> we're dicked. I got hazel green eyes. I'm going up, dude. If if I if I have an abduction story, Spencer is gonna be so pissed. Between the two of us, if I'm no. the first one to have an abduction story, he's we're, gonna be like, "Oh, what the fuck?" We're gonna exploit it on the podcast. That's true. Maybe I'll get to go on Joe Rogan and look like a dickhead. We'll, we'll do a live hypnotic regression on the pod. Ooh. I'm here for it. We just gotta resurrect what's his nuts first. I don't know who what's his nuts is. Rob, help me out. What are you talking Bud about? Bud Hopkins. Uh, yeah, Bud, uh, yeah, Bud Hopkins. Or um, you could go John Mack. I think John Mack, you could get better results maybe. but They're, like, they're both dead though, right? Yeah, John yeah, Mack, he, he died in a hit and run, it's, which is sad. Which is Yuck. extremely sad. And then people oh. say it was a cover-up. Of course. Okay. Oh. <laughs> the, gra- it's, the, the grays can't see over the steering wheel. That's the problem. They drive the car and they can't Jesus. see over the steering wheel. But they can communicate with telepathy. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. It's watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. <laughs> oh, dude, I think there's something there. 
<laughs> you know, extremely talented and also extremely limited, right? Oh, I think the only only thing that I kind of agreed with them was like on the idea that I don't think that the greys are an actual quote unquote species of anything. Like if if you look at their movements and the way that people describe them, they, they I I could totally see them being some like remote AI or or something like that because oh, yeah. they're, like, they're they're robots for sure. Robots. Oh yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. Um, We're living and, in a simulation, guys. That's why. And and I mean, because like the when you like um, when you look at the the wide swath of abduction reports, um, there was I remember seeing I, it might have been on an episode of Ancient Aliens or something like that. It was in the intro where this woman was driving uh, with she had a passenger with her, and she kind of said something to uh, this the effect because I think they saw a UFO and she's like, oh that's for me. <laughs> she didn't know oh. why she said it and she ends up pulling over Shotgun. the vehicle yeah oh yeah and uh she, she she approaches this craft and inside the craft are these two tall blonde nordics and there's grays there like why like is this the wait they, they, do they work for the nordics uh i'm not sure you know like that's the theory that they always pursue but it's like i always found it strange that beings like that their hierarchy is determined by their height which is so weird that's because it's like, you know, the ones straightforward. that are, yeah, they're three and a half, four feet tall. It's like, okay, you have this and the ones that are five feet tall do this. And then the mantis beings, they're the ones that they're are the uh, in control. Yeah. Yeah. And the reptilians and they, are just the, the truck drivers of the universe. I, I, I do got to say, uh, the one aspect of this whole thing that I appreciated, he did not say reptilian once. <laughs> that's true. It's That's true. That's true. He didn't ask him either, though. That's true. No. He, he did not bring it up. No, thank God. <laughs> well, thank should God. we should we land this fucking shit saucer? I think uh, I think we fucking melted down, Rob. <laughs> yeah, it was um, it was a it was a goddamn honor to be your first meltdown. Did we did we do what you thought we were gonna do today? I I think you exceeded expectations. If I'm oh. gonna mark it on a box, you know, if I'm doing filling out a survey, thank exceeded God. expectations. Absolutely. Can, oh, can fuck you yeah. can you send us a report card, please? <laughs> So I can put it on my fridge and feel proud. Yeah, I'll mail it to you. Absolutely. Just mail it, just mail it right to his mom's house. Fuck yeah! <laughs> Look, mom, I done, I done did good, mom. I done did good. All right, Rob. Well, uh, well, b- before you go, uh, uh, can you uh, just tell the people where they can find you on the internet and all that good stuff? Yeah. Uh, Spencer and I do a weekly podcast called the What If Podcast. You can find it on anywhere that podcasts generally live. You can also go to whatifpodcast.com if you want to send us a message and tell us mean things about the bad language we said on Rob's <laughs> show. You can send us an email at hi at whatifpodcast.com, and we're at whatifpod on any and every social media that has an at or a backslash in their URL. How did, Yikes. I, do did I do it? Did I do it, Rob? You said a lot I, I of things. Think, I think you... Uh, <laughs> it's my audio business you, you card. What up? Say some, you did say some sequential uh, words, and they did seem <laughs> to make sense, so I think you did get it all. Nanu, nanu. <laughs> all right, bud. Hey, thanks, man. Thanks for Thank having you, us. We guys. love you. We love your shows, dude, and we uh, love you for all the things you do. Keep doing them. Uh, uh, yes, and, and, and same to you guys. You, you do great work. You make me laugh, so... Thank All right, you. man. Uh, let's have you on an episode of the regular show one of these days. Yeah, absolutely. All right, dude. Later, pal. Later, Later. pal. Meltdown. <laughs>
A big thanks to Spencer Worth Davis and Ryan Copperwood for melting down with me, being the first ones. Uh, go check out the What If podcast. It is hilarious. You can find the Our Strange Guys podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, and most podcast apps. If you'd like to email the show with suggestions for future episodes or for comments, email us at ourstrangeguys at gmail.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search for Our Strange Guys. We also have a Facebook group, In Gray We Trust, a group for those that look up into Our Strange Guys. Come join the conversation over there. Our logo was designed by Tessa Brown, and our theme song was composed by Shane Yoder over at PutThemInASong.com. And finally, don't forget to look up, because you never know what you'll find in Our Strange Skies. In Grey We Trust. And, yep, that's a good place for that fucking thing. Disgusting. Don't, don't, no, don't, don't bother yourself. Media.